0: So, all right, peace, peace, peace What's Sir, going too? on? What's good, man? Man, everything is good. Everything is good. You know?
1: That's what it do. That's what it do. I want to welcome everybody to conversations. We we about to tap into uh, a, a whole another area of the hip hop culture that a lot of people, a lot of people know about, but a lot of people don't know about. And it's, it's we about to enlighten them, man. How you been doing today? Uh
0: so far pretty well, you know. Um I, I haven't seen the sun outside today here in LA, but um, you know, weather's still good, you know. Okay.
1: Oh, so you out west now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, that's that's what's up. All right, let's let's take it back to the – to the essence of it, man. How did you get this Shirt Kings thing popping off? Like, like, what was the motivation behind that? Well, the, mo-
0: well, the basic motivation was was really, uh, you can hear me good, right? Mm-hmm. The, the basic motivation was growing up, you know, in Brooklyn, growing up in the Bronx, and being exposed to a lot of Uh, information, you know, a a lot of uh, history books, a lot of, uh, you know, the Donald Goins books, you know, uh, the Cabrini-Green books and and things like that. And the time I was coming up, I always realized that, you know, the ones that win are the ones that make change, you know. So as an adolescent, You know you go through you know all the basic tribes and tribulations that you know a a young man will go through and then there comes a point where you know you get to that crossroads in life and you and you like what am i doing you know and then you remember all the knowledge and the information that was given to you you know as a youth so you decide to like okay am i gonna be this or i'm gonna be that you know what role you're gonna play right you know i think there's a record that says that right street life you know everybody got a a a, a part to play until you play your life away right. so we always got the warning signs you know and um we had the opportunity to grow up with music where you heard uh ain't no stopping us now you know you you know you heard things like that so you heard both sides of the road, but the positive was a little bit more stronger, you know. So, with me as 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 a graffiti artist, you know, it was it was more of you know being on the wrong side of the tracks, right? Like the artifacts said,
1: right? You
0: know, and just tagging up and 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 like really like destroying the city where with with magic markers and our artwork and. <laughs> you know, and just putting in work, you know. Uh At the same time, the music was going on, you know. Uh, I remember at times where I would be like at Gun Hill layup and a layup is where you would go to tag up and, and paint on a train. You know, I would hear the music from the T-Connection, you know,
1: and yeah. I was too
0: young to get in, but at that time, time, you know, I'm kind of like 13, I, I wasn't going there till maybe the year later on, you know, because of my older brother, but you hear the music, you hear the routines going on as you're painting. And I always felt that, that the world needs to see this, you know, right. see what we're doing in
1: the inner city. Yeah. What's up? Shout out to Dave Tolliver real quick. He said, uh, y'all did some- Work for men at large back in the day. You say you still got the jacket. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's
0: what's up. That's that yeah, hold on to that jacket, cause uh whew, You know, <laughs> it might be like a basquiat piece you holding on to there, you know?
1: No doubt, no doubt. So so at what point did you decide you want to take it into a business? Like, you know what? We can sit down here and really make something pop.
0: Uh going to the high school of art and design in, in Manhattan, you know, it allowed you to meet friends from all over the city, you okay. know, uh, the graffiti was heavy in that school also. So I had a chance to hang out with brothers from Staten Island, Long Island, Queens, you know, found myself back in, in, in Brooklyn again, you know, uh, other parts of the Bronx, South Bronx, you know, uh, because we have moved to the North Bronx. So, you know, the graffiti had me in the South Bronx. So I'm getting to see the whole uh, tapestry of the of the whole city and what it's about, the different dress codes, you know, everything. And once again, I said, man, somebody need to see this. And eventually documentaries were started, you know, people started coming to film you know because they got wind of it you know uh Fat freddie went down to the city and and kind of let people know so people was coming uptown you know i mean they was having a rough time it wasn't like they just gonna pull out cameras on on cats right. you know I, I, that's why i salute like like shabazz like for him taking those photos like that was a hard task in the 70s, 80s and 90s because everybody was on the run, right? Yep. Nobody wanted their face shown. So <laughs> <laughs> so he he got the gift, you know, appreciate them pictures that that um that he has, you know. But um you know, the business is it it came about, you know, like watch my older brother, you know, selling weed and all of that stuff, right? So you do a lot mm-hmm. of things that that kind of you can incorporate it into your life later on in life, you know. Living that kind of I found that I had a, a product, which was the graph. And 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 the graph, mm-hmm. you know, the people from my my community would be like, yo, that stuff you be put doing in the building. I seen it on a train. Is that you? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> And they was like, "Yo, I seen it, but I couldn't really read it. But I know your style, you know." So then I started taking note, like, "Oh wow, they know that it's a styling to this, you know. It, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's a movement to this, you know." So I started doing stuff that was readable, and cats would be like, "Man, like, 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 yo, know, I read your name, you know." So that always stuck in the back of my head. You know, so when I graduated from art and design, it was like, you know, I tried to go to college for a couple of years and um, I was home from college and my boy Sound7, who I taught how to do graffiti, he was like a younger dude, he was like, yo, I need to return the favor, I want to show you how to airbrush. And I was like, yo, I'm out the game cause you know, y'all are younger and wilder. Like the yeah. game is changing, you know, it always does that, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And um, I turned around and you know, my mom's, she was like, go to his crib and see what he really wants. I went there, yeah. he put an airbrush in my hand, started airbrushing. First customer, Ma Dukes, of course, you know, she bought a t-shirt from me I took it to her job. Everybody at job wanted shirts, so I just started painting, 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 painting. Eventually, uh, started going out to Harlem and standing on the corner with my shirts, bringing my little team. They was like ten and eleven years old. I bring them with me. We go out to Ooh. Harlem, sell all the shirts, come back because I wanted to show them is it something different than selling drugs. Like I was like, yo, I think I found it. I think I found what we you know the missing link right you know and um so we was out there in the corner selling and i started making a lot of a lot of money it just started coming in coming in and i connected with uh with d ferg first you know which is asap ferg's dad
1: okay
0: yeah and d ferg went to art and design with me also so you know i used to go around his way play ball with him because he was on the team and um, me and him was already tight beyond, you know. Plus, we had that uptown swag thing going on too. Yeah. So he was doing shirts at the same time, but he was doing acrylic hand painting, and Ooh. I was airbrushing. So we got together for like about about a year and was doing stuff together. And eventually, you know, when you get two two Gs together, you know what I'm saying? it's not going to really be that Gucci, you know, so we kind of had to, like, he was like, yo, you should go find your homies that you was hanging out with in art and design, because they nice with the cartoons, like, you need to get with them, so I left, I left Daryl and found Nike and Kashim, you know, and I had to teach, I had to teach Kashim how to airbrush, Kashim is from Southside, Jamaica, Queens, you know, Queens get the money all day. And then Nike is from Marcy Projects. So, so I went out to Marcy looking for Nike, but we didn't find him until like the first day we opened up, you know, and he popped up and stuff. And, uh, but he didn't, he didn't, we didn't teach him to airbrush until maybe like a year later, but he was hand painting because we came from that hand painting school you know so um kashim you know he lived he lived on on linden boulevard and 158 so he was like right across the street from 40 projects so you know he was like killing the whole projects with the with the you know half like you know before we got to the coliseum me and Kashim, we end up going to Jam Master Jay's crib. You know, uh, this kid Lovey that I used to work with with Kashin before he quit his job. Uh, you know, Lovey was like like Run's right hand, but he used to really be with Jay a lot with Jam Master Jay. And Lovey and yeah. Kashim had did Jam Master Jay's um, basement. They converted it, you know, into a, a, a studio. You know. They did the rugs, they did the, the thing. And um so me, Kyle went to went to Hollis. We walked from Jamaica to Hollis. It felt like like a three day walk, you know. It felt like we was really in the desert, you know, it was hot, you know, it was like like yo, where we at, man? So we ended up at Hollis, so we went to Jay Crib. And Jay pretty much endorsed us like you know, I showed him the shirts that I was doing uptown, and he was like, "Oh shit, this shit is hot." And I, what I did I, for him specifically, I had made a, a black shirt and 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 hand painted a gold chain around it and put JMJ on it. You know, and I showed yeah. him that, and then I showed him some airbrush, and he was like, "He was like, he didn't really know me, you know." He was like, "Yo, who this? You know, and, you know, jay is he's you know he's he's you know protective like yo like." Who's, who this cat you're bringing to my house, you know? So, yeah. and, uh, so Jay was like, yo, um, he was like, yo, Kyle, you down with this? And Kyle was like, yeah. You know, I hadn't taught him how to airbrush yet, but he was like, yeah, I'm down with it. He said, yo, you get down with this, yo, for sure. I'll give y'all some bread. And he was like, yo, go to the AV. You know, he was like, go to the AV. And this was like 85, and the AV meant everything. Like, you know, me and D and D are standing on 25th, but he talking about Jamaica Ave. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm seeing him on TV, you know, uh, I'm seeing him on, on MTV and here he is telling me, go to the Ave, telling me and Kyle to go to the Ave. So, I, you know, that was kind of like mind blowing, bro. That was mind blowing that, that he gifted us with that idea to become businessmen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then it seemed, it seemed like it just took off, like, 85, 86. Like, everybody had, had a Shirt King joint. Well, you remember, that was
0: that was the beginning of the golden years of hip-hop. 85, everybody
1: was
0: out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was out there for, for the Roy Wilkins Park. Eric B. and Rakim just came out, you know? So you would hear that whistle, you know? And when you heard that, like, it stopped. Everything stopped, you know? like So it was like that whistle was ushering in a new way of thinking, you know? A a, a new type of person because before that, all we knew, you know, if you was in the streets, all you knew was robbing, stealing, whatever, you know? This was like a symbol of you know, then you heard, you know, my 98 ways, you know, like you start hearing my, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, Cats in Long Island too? Oh, shit. You know, it just was like, you know, EPMD, like 85, going in 86, and then KRS-One, and then it was like, and we was birthed, you know, June 6, 1986, like right along, you know, it was definitely a, a, a God moment, you know, it was Definitely a divine, divine moment. It wasn't like anybody had done this before. And I think that's why the name was, was, was bumping so big because it was bigger than us.
1: Yeah. And, and it seemed like words travel traveled so crazy, you know, like it, it was a must have, but it was like, everybody didn't have... Access to it, but it was a must have <laughs> <laughs> well-
0: well i I'll, I'll, I'll tell you like this the um you know once the foundation was laid down, you know somebody told me that from Fort Green, he said the older cats laid the foundation down, all we have to do is keep the carpet clean, you know so I see the graffiti days, you know, because I was connecting with a lot of people in a lot of different areas. All right. Now, 10 years later, those same dudes is somebody either in the street or somebody became a rapper or somebody became a, you know, a businessman themselves. Somebody, you know, everybody had different positions. So when Shirt Kings came about, these same dudes that all of us knew was still coming through. Cats from Marcy was coming through, you know, cause night from Marcy, Cats from from, from Jamaica was coming through, you know, Cats from Hollis was coming through. You know, we put on Nate from Hollis. So Nate was, got kicked out of all the dopest high schools in Queens so he knew everybody, right? This young dude knew every girl you could think of, Cause he was like the player. He was like the little lover, you know? So yeah. Nate Nate would bring like, oh yeah, I got kicked out of August Martin. Yeah, I got kicked out of Hillcrest. I, I got kicked out of AJ, you know, like his uh, schools with him. So so now he was bringing all all his people, you know, Chase and Marcy used to be with us. Um, Eventually, Jazzo, you know, and Jay, they used to come through. Um, it was just, you know, cats I knew from, because I'm from East New York, so cats I knew from the East, you know, they somebody. So they coming from Cyprus. They coming from, you know, just different parts, Georgia Avenue crew. like. And one thing about Shirt Kings, it was always a peaceful interaction. It was neutral ground. Cause you seen okay. cats that was coming from Bed-Stuy, but then they're like, oh, nah, nah, we're not gonna do nothing. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna get right. like that, you know? And, and that was the respect cause we were doing something other than what they were doing. We were doing something positive, you know, we was teaching the babies, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, we were showing the children that, that you can have a business. Everybody
1: ain't got to sell. Right, showing something different, a, a different, different outlook. Use, use your talent. Focus on your talent, man. Who, who would you say was like the biggest customer that just shocked you coming in for your product? Like, like, like that you thought probably never would even you Came in, say, I need
0: one. And. <laughs> uh have to be two different people because one says and God rest his soul he says he was the first right I'll let I'll say his name in a minute but then and then the other one I believe he was the first that took us to levels you know so Bismarck you know he first one that bought a shirt from us But in reality, Jam Master Jay was the first, but when he went to to the office, he never told nobody where he got his shirt from. So it became a hard to find script. So LL was asking people and through the grapevine, he heard, oh, they in the Coliseum. So we saw him when he came down there and he walked around and he was just like, searching he went up to the sneaker you know he went up to Mo, mowing him. he was like yo boy. he went up to anky and them you know he's like yo where where you know then he just kept looking kept looking and he was like oh and he seen us and he came over there he stood there for like 20 minutes he ain't say a word you know mm. and he really studied he absorbed what was going on you know, imagine you come down the stairs and you hear Public Enemy on the radio. Crazy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody got their ears, they disturbed, but we understanding it. Like, mm, you know? Then you hear yeah. Rob Kim come on. Then you hear, hear uh, KRS One. You hear MC Shan come on. You know, it's like, damn, where am I? I'm not in the club. <laughs> you do you know but these dudes are producing art they producing cartoon characters that look like me yeah my favorite saturday morning cartoon character with my skin color you know my fronts my my shades like you know was, you know it was hard to just digest that you know but right. but it was ll cuz he once he got his he wore it like in every magazine shoot possible you know
1: yeah how how did you feel the first time you you seen one of your shirts like in a music video or or whose video uh, music video did you see it in first
0: uh probably biz uh the vapors
1: okay yeah, classic class.
0: Yeah, uh, the shirt out there for Vaughn, you know, um, cool V. Yeah, She's like Vaughn, welcome to the store. Delight, she has some overalls. Uh, Rakim, let the rhythm hit him. Uh, Roundaway Girl, LL Cool J. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: Heavy D, uh, Money Earning Mount Vernon. Uh, you know, ev- pretty much everybody who was who,
1: yeah, during the golden era, they they wore shirt kings. Did, did you realize the impact that he was even having? You know, like on the on the world at any particular point in
0: Oh uh, no, not at not at that moment. You know, my my personal goal was to to serve my people you know and i mean maybe i was ignorant i didn't i didn't think there was like black people everywhere you know but i knew that where they were they didn't think like new yorkers you know right and and that's why we had like that new york pride because we were doing so much that would touch the world, you know. If you follow suit behind the rap game, you know. Once I seen Melly Mel, like I think it was probably like '83, um, with Beat Street, and he's talking about, you know, Ramo who's a, a, a not a real character, you know, but yeah. here are guys who really live that graffiti life, you know, who kicked the third where- and felt the electric bolts, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, when he said movies, museums, and a Hall of Fame, that was a calling. Yeah. Who gonna answer that call? So once this thing was figured out, and you know, like Voltron, we we formed the Shirt Kings. We were comfortable in just doing it for the community. Because we knew because the rappers were going into the world, you know, that our art was going to the world also at the same time, you know. So I don't think we even had to have a conscience of it. We knew where it could go to, but we focused on the immediate, you know, and the Busta Rhymes, young Busta Rhymes coming there, you know, Rashard Smith, producer, coming there, you know, we focus. Then we focus on superstars who are coming to see us. So we became the nucleus. You know? Right. We be, we became the plug.
1: Wow, that, that's amazing. Now, at any particular point in time, did you get any backlash from like um, companies, Warner Brothers, or anybody, or you know what I'm saying? Like people felt like you was copyright infringement or anything like that. Was any backlash? well
0: it was kind of a reversal what we end up you know we we understood things we we understood law that if you change uh a character a percent you know you you can get over but we weren't mass producing these things if we were mass producing them you know Mm -hmm. so these were just like somebody coming to buy a piece of art for themselves but it was wearable art right you know so we were we were void of, of any you know type of persecution and but what ended up happening was that the companies took notice of what we were doing and basically stole our ideas you know you started seeing the bugs with the baggy pants You know, Tasmania Devil with the baggy pants, you know, and then, you know, they would hire other street artists to mimic our stuff. And then that's where you would have uh, uh, brands that came up later on, but they were based off of Shirt King ideas. So if anything, we gave a gift. And I say a gift because we weren't paid or compensated for our designs right.
1: you know? right, most of stuff was pretty much it one of one. It was what it
0: was yeah they were one of ones everything was yeah. one of ones which means today the value if anybody has any pieces the value is it could be you know,
1: it could be group. anything, exactly. <laughs> what? Um, where where has your talent took you globally? Like like, where are some of the places you you've been to be, because of your talent?
0: Well, definitely every state, you know, because the talent enabled me to travel, you know, around where I came, and that, you know, I built great relationships with that group and they took me everywhere you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: but personally you know i've been to like belize Honduras, uh japan um you know i haven't touched europe yet so i i feel this is a new wave like a new beginning a new uh uh you know refreshing you know of right. of going global because the art that went overseas and that has already went global, they were just in cards. So now when when mm. we step into the town, people know they know who the Shirt Kings are, you know, they they know a, a smidget about the history, but now they say, Oh, I could put the face to the to the product now. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, so I went to Japan several already, and, and it's like, it's like, man, and like, cats was like, yo, I've been following you for years. <laughs> I never thought I would meet you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, this is a good thing for
1: sure. That's beautiful. Now, I know earlier today, you sent me a picture. Uh, tell me about your relationship with Dapper Dan.
0: Well, you know, as all good business people do, we branch out. So, Kashim and uh, Jeff Star, Jeff Stars is from um, Rockaway Boulevard, you know, um, they went out to Virginia first. Then from Virginia, they went to Atlanta. All right? Uh, you know, Icon from Shirt Kings, he's in Atlanta. Uh, so me, I went out to Miami first, then to Baltimore. But prior to that, uh, I was in Harlem uh, at the Mark, Mark 125, across the street from the Apollo Theater. And you know, I was in the mart for like a year, and I always like I knew that, but I didn't know him like that. And one okay. day he he came up to the shop, and I was there painting, and he came. It was like, "Yo, I want to talk to you." So I, you know, I thought he was going like like do the Harlem muscle on me, like, "Yo, you got to pack up and leave." Or <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was one of those <laughs> kind of talks. I was like, yeah. what's this about?" He was like, you know, I'm hearing, you know, all the good things that you guys are doing. So he was like, yo, um, how much rent you pay here? So I told him. He was like, he said, yo, you ever seen my store? I was like, nah. I know. I heard about you. I know who you are. You know, like, you know, I seen you in passing. He was like, why don't you move down down here with me? Because you and I have the same customers everybody who comes to me they talking about the three guys from queens and now you up here he said yo we need to join forces i was honored so i walked down there with him i saw the spot the minute i got there it was like cars lined up bomb 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 but these dudes was looking like they was from brooklyn or whatever but i was like where you from oh we from chicago or oh, we from detroit We from I was like, you know what? I'm packing up, coming with you, Dap. Yeah, I've been with Dap ever since he began to mentor me. He let me set up in there, so now they be waiting for their suits. They turn around, they get you know some airbrush work done, you know, and and that relationship with Dap allowed me to you know bring. Uh, Biz up there, bring Bear, bring, bring Kwame mm-hmm. up there, you know, because, you know, you don't know what could happen at a Dapper Dan spot unless well, you have to go there with somebody connected, you know. So yeah. a lot of the, the rappers that that I knew, they was like, yo, I heard you over there with Dap. I was like, oh, snap. It was like, yo, I need something done. I was like, yo, meet me, blah, blah, blah. You know, or we'll go together, you know. LL yeah. will come pick me up, and boom, you know, we go out there. So it became safe
1: because Shirt Kings was there. Right, right. Got it.
0: Yeah. And um, eventually, I was there when uh, uh Sotomayor when she came with the she was a lawyer at the time and uh or or she was a uh a da at the time no i think she was a lawyer and she Mm -hmm. came and she served the papers and then a week later we got the whole spot got raided they took my equipment they took all daps equipment they took like 200 furs I didn't even know he had furs. I knew he was a furrier, but I didn't know they was downstairs in a cold safe. You know, like I mean, everything, right. man. But that that put us on the road, and that's how I got to Baltimore, and you know, going from to these different states with Dapper Dan, because and then we go we go uh, west and hit Chicago, you know, Detroit hit all those cities over there. St. Louis, boom, and then we go One. down. We try to make it to Miami, but we never made it. We only would go as far as um, Atlanta, because once we get to Atlanta, they buy whatever's left in the truck. They buy everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 They buying it out. They buy- man. buying it out. But see, but even though it seemed like it was a, a, a bad situation for us because we didn't have the store anymore. And now we kind of like fashion outlaws, you know? Yeah. Like, but it made me park in Baltimore. And in Baltimore, you know, I was able to, to run into some peoples that knew some other peoples that I knew. And eventually I, I let them know that, that, Clark Kent was the head AR at Atlantic Records and was looking for them. And uh they end up going up there and meeting Dane Dash and and the rock was formed, you know. Okay. Yeah, so if we wasn't pushed out of Dapper Dan's store. I wouldn't have ran into Jay out there, you know. <laughs> and right. And let him know that Clark, who's our man, you know is running things at Atlantic Records, you know? My thing was, I was just I just wanted to find this fee. I went up the clock. I was like, yeah, I heard Jay came through, you know? He was yeah. like, man, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was like, yeah. I said, where my little finder's fee at? He was like, bro, I'm gonna yeah. teach you a good lesson. You should have signed them before you <laughs> Like, bro, just give me my little, you know, $3,000, man. And I'm good, you know? He yeah. like, I ain't got no proof. how am I gonna tell Sylvia Roan that you brought Jay up here? I need proof. So that's when I learned the power of paperwork, you know? Mm -hmm. That's a billion that's a billion dollar uh uh you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) That's a billion dollar lesson right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like that's a hell of a lesson. It came out of hell of a (laughs) (laughs) lesson,
0: hell of a lesson, bro. I don't wish that that not even on the on the enemy, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: That's a crazy lesson right there. Man. So, so what do we have to look forward to you in the fashion world, man? Like, what what's really going on with you right now, man? Where what we got going on?
0: Me, I'm, I I personally have moved into the mentorship space. You know, doing doing. Yeah. <laughs> my my boy said, "Give me three percent, just three percent of that, Billy." It's <laughs> a funny dude. Yeah. Um, I personally have moved into the mentorship space where, you know, I'm working with younger brands, you know, Ooh. and just being like, a a, a um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, kind of like how that was with me, you know,
1: just that whole mentor.
0: World. Yeah. Like a, a mentorship type, type vibe you know i mean these guys know what they're doing but it's just more of the the presence right like i went with one brand to japan and because i was in the meeting he was able to get his money like they wasn't playing him oh, you know right. they they wanted to play him and it was like why is fade here you know so it made them say like oh this kid is connected you know, yeah. to, 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 you know, not in the, not in the, not in the, in the gangster way or nothing like that, you know,
1: but just the presentation about his business, like, okay, he kind of plugged in a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, the endorsement, the endorsement. Yeah. You know, if it's like I'm Michael Jordan, I'm going for my first meeting and Dr. J pop up, like, you know, they like, yeah. what's with Dr. J doing here, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like that, you know? Or like Tyson and, and Ali pop up, you know, at the meeting. Yeah. What What, what, what Ali up here for? You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But and but you tough. know that that's a lot of business. How a lot of business gets handled and, and works better. You know, yeah. your, your networking. What they say your your network is your net worth.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you know, I I like that but um, I'm looking to organize like all the brothers together under one banner Mm -hmm. and start to do things because the 50th year of hip hop yeah I I think we should be included in everything you know and 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 I I I see that happening you know like being on somebody's tour, or being on a tour and just you know teaching, you know doing workshops, you know all over the
1: world, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a it's a lot of aspiring artists who really need the knowledge from not only an artistic creative standpoint, but also from a business perspective. Mm. Mm you can you can provide that definitely
0: definitely like we're 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 part of the fabric of the community that that we've built You yeah. know? and 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 the roots are, are deep it's it's not like we came out of nowhere or or had to rely on on anybody else's Knowledge or whatever you know, it it was innate. You know, it was something that that was inside, and we were allowed the chance to uh, to let that spark, you know, ignite something that that never has been done.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: you know, like for a rapper, there was people that rapped before them. You know, for Melly Mel, you had. Gil Scott Herons and, and the last poets and you know right. um, for me I had my elders in the graffiti scene but as far as taking that and transforming it into to clothes and being one of the first uniforms for hip hop there was no precedent for that at, at all Yeah,
1: not at all because but there's no way in the hell you can talk about the history in hip hop and not even mention such realistically. It, wow! It thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we had a, a sound, but you added it to the look. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it was at the right time because you think about it, we start. I mean, um, we was, we was really transforming from more audio. To the video you know mm. so they're, mm. they're doing they're doing the videos and stuff like that but so now you're not only hearing the vibe you're, you're seeing the style you're seeing the flag you seeing like oh shit that's what mm. that's new york that, that's that's <laughs> true <laughs> true <laughs> true you know and and like you say it's unprecedented because it just it it just doesn't happen just because you play a major, major part say, in the whole fabric of it i mean you know
0: new york you know we 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 have the world trade you know we have the federal reserve we have Wall Street, we have United Nations, and now we have hip hop. Yeah. And hip hop is, uh, if you're an ambassador, it's gonna be recognized as that, you know? It, it, it's gonna be recognized as an imported, import-export uh, type of, you know, a commodity
1: yeah
0: you know you know it's something that we imported we, we didn't get paid for the importation but it's imported throughout the whole world yeah you know via the airways not by a boat <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like hip-hop started coming along and that's what it was that was the thing to be and, and and the beautiful part of it is when it got to the point you can be hip hop where you're at because you know at first it was just you you had people people in different states who never seen New York but trying to be New York <laughs> yeah but as time kind of went on people say no I can be myself and still be hip hop and represent where you from it's the melting pot.
0: Yes. Yes. It, it created a lifeline, you know. It created a lifeline. Uh um What? Uh a lifeline, it created a a, a a way out.
1: Yeah. A way out, man. You know. And and, and when you and, and when you're a creative and you see other creatives Man, it's just a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Because mm. now you're motivated, you're inspired, and it's like, okay, I see what they're doing, and I can do this my own way.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, like my man, yeah. Love. Hip hop has saved a lot of people's lives. I know we tend to get caught up in the negative aspect because a lot has happened on the negative side. But if we just start to shine more light on the positive, like, mm. it's corporations, it's save people, it's bad people, it's inspire people, and it's more good than bad that it came out of hip-hop. I don't give a damn what they say.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I want this to build to a point where, where, like, a supreme is at, where... You know you can have a thousand people on staff you know two thousand people two thousand people with families on staff you know you know that's that's the the direction and i i, I feel strongly i'm gonna see that you know i'm gonna exactly. see that
1: now you know for, for a young inspiring artists about to graduate high school you know dance with graphics and fashion what advice would they give
0: uh, To take it seriously, to to understand what's been put in their hand, that if it was 20, 30 years ago, it could either go left or right. You know, so with hidden. Within what they're doing, I believe they should make sure that they understand that this is something that can bring a family out of poverty, you know, even if they are not in that type of position, you know, it can it can bring notoriety, you know, it could bring uh, healing, you know, to the land, you know, you can provide jobs for people, you know, uh, cause doing the physical part is not hard. It's maintaining that mental, you know, cause there's, there's times where, where, uh, you know, I might slip back into a street type of mentality and all of that. I, I had to work that out of my
1: system. Right.
0: You know, when you have 15 years of being in the street and stuff and dealing with street people and everything, you know, and then you're a businessman all of a sudden. Nah. So, yeah. a young kid today, okay, you're not going through that. So, you should sharpen your mind and say, hey, I'm going to go further than fade," You know, because I had to deal With a lot of bs for 15 20 years you know i didn't start airbrushing until i was uh probably like 18 19 that's when i started Mm -hmm. you know open up shirt kings was probably like 21 22 in that area you know so i feel 10 years prior it was building blocks but it was still like a waste in a way Mm -hmm. you know if i could have had the chance to start at 13 14 (laughs) you know the way we was thinking you know but i'm like oh i'm gonna sell some weed you know that's when it was illegal so it's like you know i never graduated to to Selling no powder, no crack, and that's because, like I said before, because of the upbringing, the books that I read, I never wanted to be a part of destruction of anybody that looks like me. You know, I said I can't do that part. You know, and when you see people walking around like zombies, I couldn't be that person. Mm
1: -hmm. But I also
0: knew I couldn't help them because the drug took people real far away it is you couldn't just be like oh uh, you come come to my crib and you know i'm making breakfast and everything is cool you go to sleep your tv going everything going you know it, it was that type of atmosphere that that the shirt kings and that was the backdrop the sure kings was birthed out of what? you know the seriousness of it and that's why it was so successful you know Cause when I got to Queens, I told I told my team I was like, "Yo, we not taking no money from no drug dealers." Number one, right? Supreme team, they used to come through, you know. Everybody, he's uh, the action. Montana, they used to come through. Yo, we got stores on 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 uh, on Merrick, two fifteenth Merrick. Come over there, pick one out. It's yours. I was like, nah, we good, you know? Yeah, yeah. we good. And yeah. that's because the training in the Bronx had already showed me what the future could be, and it didn't look good, you know. I yeah. went around; I would go around my way, and I would see vials that looked like 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 it was like it was sand on 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 the beach. Yeah, thousands and thousands and thousands of vials everywhere, and, and, and you know. So that's why I knew I had to lead the BX and go out to Queens, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I, ha- I had to, but then it, it started happening there. But I caught it at a point where I could make a difference here. I could make a difference, you know. We was that difference. We w- we was that that um that solace, you know. We was that peace everybody came down there and it was like a neutral ground you know woman was respected you know we moved with with the old morals you know everybody was respected you know um people you know it was i i I can't really explain it you know you know i I, you know uh you see the results today of of what was sparked back then right
1: right yeah it it was just a whole different standard that's beautiful, man. Man, 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 like well, I feel like I'm talking to royalty. Hip-hop. Uh likewise, bro. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, do my part and my contribution to the whole hip hop culture about by getting these real hip hop stories, you know, that, that can uplift and inspire, mm. you know. Mm. Gossip, don't need to click bait, none of the drama. Plus, you know, we grown men and we look foolish two grown men sitting up and gossip. <laughs> mm,
0: not at this point, like right.
1: <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? But man, I want to thank you so much, man, for, for sharing your story. And it's gonna touch somebody, it's gonna inspire it from me. like like uh can you say from eight to eighty, dumb crippling crazy. Yeah. Somebody gonna do something yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying, but your name in itself, a Life, you know, that, that's, you know, that's in itself powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah sir. You know, that's why I said, yeah, I got to go on there. I got to go on there, man. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. life is in your name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, living,
1: you know? You know I, I I'm just looking to build and man, when you get a chance, you stop in Ohio because I'm, I'm in Canton, Ohio, Pro Football Hall of Fame City. Ooh. check a brother check a out, man.
0: Oh, I will be there. <laughs> I got some people that move that moved, moved close over there.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh, you you yeah. in anywhere in the vicinity, hit me up, man. We'll link up. Shoot, Don Schuler just opened up his restaurant down there at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it ain't just the Pro Football Hall of Fame no more, man. They call it the Hall of Fame Village.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah, yo, I will be coming through, man. I will.
1: Yeah. I will.
0: Yeah. Man, this is an honor.
1: This is an honor. Man, I'm honored. But thank you so much for your time, man. And we're gonna we're gonna stay linked up, my brother.
0: Oh, uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Good evening. All right, now um, I'll shoot you a a text tomorrow, too, you know? All right, for sure. So we can hook you up with with, with something, you know? Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll
1: probably have to frame you, can't even wear it.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, I appreciate you, you know?
1: No doubt. 100%, brother. All right, you you like i said man you you're a part of the hip hop royalty, and we thank you for your contribution and all you've done for the hip hop culture man thank you, thank
0: you man, thank you very much great talking to you
1: and i I will talk to you later indeed all right man. yeah all right God bless you too.